You are listening to the Geeks Radio Internet Radio Network at geeksradio.com, home of Trek Off, the Not Safe for Work Star Trek podcast, Pop Off, where we geek out on comics, movies, and TV shows that are the superstars of geek culture, Podcast Who, the Doctor Who podcast with Phil Stamper, Ninjas vs. You, the official podcast of the Ninjas vs. Trilogy, and Garrett and RJ Go Hollywood, two regular guys trying to make it in Tinseltown. All of this is available for you for free by going to geeksradio.com or searching Geeks Radio on iTunes. Geeks Radio is a presentation of Endlight Entertainment. Warning, the episode you're about to listen to may include plot spoilers and naughty language, so listener discretion is advised. It's time for Trek Off! Benedict Cumberballs! Welcome to Trek Off. My name is Justin. And my name's Alexia. And today we're, we're going to talk about Star Trek, really, I swear. Yeah, we are. Well, we, we have it. But a- first, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good, right? Barbie parts. But first, no, Barbies, no. my Barbies have nipples. No, yes. <laughs> so, um, well, okay, but I have nipples. Okay, so, we, well, okay, so we're, we're having. I the- have nipples. Can you milk so, me? So, look. You- <laughs> Fuck that movie, by the way. I know, no, I know. Fuck that movie Maybe. and the fact that the only male nurse portrayed in movies is, you know. <laughs> it's fucking Ben Stiller. They're like, hey, <laughs> they go, hey, you're a nurse. Hey, what's up, fucker? And I'm like, what? can't I be Peter fucking Petrelli? Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> um, so we were talking about you naked. Um, oh, were we? And 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 about, I didn't know we were talking about, about how you don't have any erogenous zones or right. or, or, <laughs> or any anything other like that. Parts. How how I have had so so we have you know over the course of the time that we've done we do this very late at night and I have had to have to see you in various forms of undress here and there <laughs> um, as part of our professional relationship. Um, and I can't. Yeah, he deals I've with seen, it very poorly. Here's, here's the weird thing is that I have a very strange life. Most of the women that I know professionally, I have seen in various stages of undress because of the fact that I do movies with them. And yeah. and, the, and so and they're actors. And many have seen like hell in vampires. I didn't have my shirt on. You know, it's like that's yeah. Like it's, it's you like know, a thing. Me, I mean, goodness sake, I was I was in a bustier and panties with Tim King. Yeah, licking his inner thigh. Wow, that's ha- that happened. That's an image. That happened. Goodness sake. Yes. <laughs> so for goodness Oof. sake, um, and Rocky Horror. That's the yeah. thing, though. Let's like, just let's clarify that. Yeah, let's that clarify. Was that. It wasn't like in Tim's basement on the holiday. Like. I so so. I mean, it happens. It's part of it's part of part, our world. Yeah, it's part of being an actor. You know. So what I mean? that being said. I can't. I, I don't think you should. And here's the reason why is is that like like you and I really have like a cantankerous brother sister relationship going now. We really do. Yeah. I mean, we've been doing this for a couple of years now, and it's and I love you, man. And I love but, you, man. But yeah, because um, <laughs> it has but to. Like, but that part, the, yeah, no, they can't exist. I, the thing, it, it doesn't necessarily have to be reciprocated because I feel like all women think that about most men. Like, what do you mean? Well, that that that. Like my erogenous zone is just silly looking whether or not you think about it. <laughs> I, I mean, that's just how it is, is that that men and women view each other's erogenous zones in different ways. Like I'd say that's probably true. That like like with like a man is a total package like without the package and often the package distra- is distracting from the rest of the yeah, package. The package is, for at least for me, it's just about function. Yeah, like you know does what I mean. It do like it's, it's not. Yeah, like is it? Are you good with it? Like, and that's fine. Yeah, like that's. I I don't need to. I don't want to be looking at it. Like it's not. I, I'd rather look at a man's buns or his chest. Well, or his spe- shoulders, so I know? think that this conversation about about specifically your erogenous zones came from a video that that we just watched. 
um uh what's the guy's name Tim Minchin has a, it's called oh, Confessions. Yeah. It's really good. I don't want to blow the joke for you, but just go look up, spell it M I N C H E N S. I N. Yeah, so yeah. Tim M I N, it's called Confessions. It's, wor- it's worth watching, but it's it, it spawned this conversation. It's good. Yeah, it definitely um, is. We have a definite thing that we're going to be doing today uh, talking about the security officers we on are, Star Trek. But, but, but first, but I want first, but first, 40 minutes 40 of Buffy minutes the Vampire Slayer. Um, no, but first, um, I'd like to take a moment, actually, because it's a month away, uh, Extreme News is opening, to just put that out there. Wow. You're plugging something? Yeah. So I, I'm the I'm the I'm the whore. I know, but I can. You're be gonna too, be you're gonna be a whore. Right? Yeah, I'm a whore. Be a whore. What's, a so whore. what is what is it? Ho, ho, hold on, hold on. Extremities. Who's naked in that? Oh, um, Sherry Berg is most is is almost naked in that. Define almost naked. Like in a in a very little nighty and robe. Really? Yeah. That's like a nighty and a robe. Yeah, but the robe is not really covering the nighty so much. Okay. So. Okay. And she's tiny. You oh you'd love her. Because she's tiny? she's tiny. You like the little girls. I like my Joss Whedon women? Yes, you like the little girls. My Joss Whedon? Yes, Whedon. Whedon. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you like. Um, She's tiny and she's fit and she's cute. I do, But that's not why to see. Why should I see it? No, why? you should see it because it's going to be compelling because it's it's Molotov Theater Group and they do um Grand Guignol style theater, which is really um interesting. Sorry about the mic sounds there. I'm just turning the mic to Um, And we have some really cool effects in it that are going to like make you go, what the? Oh, and it's gonna. And it's like a, it's a small theater. It's at the DC Art Center. And um, you know that actress you just named is gonna be totally mad. That that's like what the like. She, you're gonna say, "Hey, I plugged the show." Oh, really? Let and me I tell you about how, how you're gonna be mostly no, no, and and it's gonna be great because it's like it's you know it's a small cast and it's you know got us three ladies in it. So and give me the TV the the TV guide like synopsis like like tonight on. I kind of don't want to spoil it don't other, spoil other it, than to say well, but if I were to tell you the plot, I feel like it kind of is. Like if you go into it not knowing what to expect, I think you'll be other than there's okay, a guy but, there's a right. rape or an attempt. Oh, then rape. totally. Um, well, it was to- funny actually. Um, Jennifer Osborne's also in it, and she was. <laughs> I love. She's a listener. She listens mm-hmm. sometimes. So and she and I love she. Her. Was, I, I was chatting with her online today. Oh, were you? I was. Yes, from from House of Cards, no less. Like she's, you know, she's done some stuff. She was on an yes. I was just saying. Okay. Anyway, so she's in it, and she. Well, was, I was chatting with her earlier. She was today. telling me not about, about this. But. No, not about. She would tell me about a friend of hers, like a guy friend of hers, that was like, "Oh my gosh, is your show going on right now? I have like this really hot date I want to bring to it." And she's like, "I don't know if it's really a date show." All right, here's the thing, though. So, so let me. I know a thing or two about about selling something. You got to give something away. You can't just say, "Hey, okay, so it's I guess, called Extremities. Come see it." Nobody's right, going to come see it because it's, it's called a, Extremities. It's it's about uh, y- you know, it starts and there's a guy. He tries to essentially rape this little girl, um, Sherry Bird. The woman. The I'm saying she's just she's she's little and sweet and womanly. I'm sorry. <laughs> all right. All right. She's not a child. She's a woman. But I'm saying, but she's like this tiny, like defenseless woman. Right. You know what I mean? And yeah, she manages. Yeah. She's the quintessential damsel in distress. And she it's turns a long the, commercial. She turns the, the, the tables. All right. Yeah. So, so look, did. there's a show. It's dark. Hold on, it's well it. acted. All right. 30 seconds. Go. Extremities is about a woman who defends herself in her home against an attempted rapist, and then her two roommates show up when she has this man imprisoned, and they struggle with what to do with him now that he's attempted to rape her but not actually committed a particular crime. Bingo, gringo, done. That's it. 
That's it. There, and even fine. cooler with the really weird sunglasses you're wearing. I truly. I know. Um, He's all like, so, so, so if I want to see this, where can I see it? At the DC Art Center in Adams Morgan. Good. Okay. Madam's in Morgan. In October. In October. Let's move on. All right. Star Trek so, in across that the was, universe. Uh, um, uh, we were also, I, I had asked you earlier if you had seen any of the... Um, the Facebook chatter on one of my posts that was actually unrelated to Star Trek. It started out unrelated to Star Trek. I'm pretty sure Michael brought it into Star Trek. Michael. Santos. Santos. Ah, Mike Sandoval, yeah. I'm pretty sure it was him, um, but I don't remember exactly. Maybe it was PJ. Might have been God PJ. Either but way. Either way, what, what, like, started talking about Trek and then... We were working out, weren't we? And then oh goodness, why like, is it? What are we talking about? He here? was like, you know what we should do, and like somebody should do, like an Archer show with the original series cast. Oh like, where my Kirk gosh, Kirk is essentially Archer, right? Like fucking Kirk the is animation Archer. is already there. No, That's they, what I'm saying. They should do it like, uh, like, like, like the original like Birdman, series. like Harvey Birdman, yes, yes. Attorney at Law, like, like just use or just redub it. Oh my god! And like, and you have a Hura could be Lana. Holy shit, that's an amazing idea. Isn't that great? Kirk, yeah, Kirk, Kirk is, Archer is Kirk. Archer is Kirk. Oh my gosh. Is you got, um, so somebody just needs to take... Zero Figus is, is Spock. So you just need to take... Um, Bones is, is is Krieger, yep. Wow. Um, check. Oh yeah, Chekhov is definitely Pam. So, but like, um, are you saying just take Archer, Archer Ray audio? Just take Archer audio or, or like... Know, that's going to be too tough. But I think no, I think, I think, think you, the idea of redubbing... The original, the the animated series, and make it Archer. And you could have the computer be Mallory. Oh, that is so funny! Wouldn't that be hysterical? That is so funny. That shit would be so funny, right? That's a great idea. We should fucking do that shit. We shouldn't do that because we don't have time. But you out there, <laughs> volunteer. Send somebody out there. Make a three minute YouTube video and send it to us. Send it to us. Take footage from. Get a couple of actors. Mash. No, no, not audio from Archer. Like, write a new script, mash it. Yeah, or send us something. Yeah, Goodness sake, we're bored. We we're gotta bored. watch some shit. We gotta watch something funny. I'm dying. I'm we dying. Just, we should just call PJ and do it like right now. Right now, like, let's do it. I don't have PJ's number, and it's that we're not gonna call PJ <laughs> in the middle mic. of the night. I would Nobody totally knows who PJ is. PJ would love that though. I mean, oh, I get yes, the Ninjas fan and, and his fans, but our fans don't necessarily know who PJ You're is. Right, but they would love it. They should, because PJ McGaw is, is awesome. Is, is awesome McGoss. Is awesome McGoss. PJ like McGossum. McGossum. <laughs> That's his name. That's his name now. What if he changed his name in LA to PJ <laughs> McGossum? Oh my gosh, we should. Hi, what's your name? I'm PJ McGossum. Fuck you. <laughs> I imagine, this is like, this is just me because I love PJ. Like, I just imagine PJ goes to all auditions with like no shirt on. Like, you know what I mean? Just my name's like, PJ McGossum. What's up? Fuck my nuts. <laughs> Thank you. And scene. And scene. We haven't given you a script yet, sir. Sorry. Scene. scene. Nuts. McGossum. McGossum. He ends with sort of that singing. Yes. McGossum. Yes. Like, sir, we would like to at least have you refrain from that. I don't need your script. McGossum. Nuts. <laughs> it's terrible because scene. he's actually a really good actor. <laughs> and he gets his own series. That's the thing. McGossum. 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 He gets into a I series of adventures. TJ McGossum gets into a series of adventures where he goes off and he doesn't really do anything to solve the crimes. He's got like a smart person, like a, like a, like a, like a, a so smart... he's like the, he's the inspector gadget of the, of he's, the, of the he's, series, he's, right? it's like Sledgehammer. It's like Sledgehammer. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, McGruber. Yeah, he's got yeah. he's he's got like a like a 
Like, awesome. Yeah, but here's the thing. He doesn't do anything. He's got like a sassy female sidekick who's kind of smart. Ooh, me. Who solves all the crimes. And but then he everything. just runs into rooms going, Mikasa! Nuts! <laughs> Nuts! And then he just whips out his junk. PJ's listening, we need just, to like, make this show happen. <laughs> just J.O.'s all over the bad guys. He's <laughs> just like, Mikasa! Splurt, splurt, splurt! Uh, so yeah. Wow, why are you always taking to a, a dirty place? I was enjoying this series. I was seeing PJ like shirtless running into places after I've already solved everything. Nuts. And like showing up in the wrong place, like ready to fight and there's nobody there because he's in the no, wrong address. The thing, is that, is that the reason you guys are, at, are, are after the bad guys is because they're above the law, right? You're, right, you're, yeah. you're after the guys who the law can't touch and you can't kill them because you're good guys. Right. So all you can do is tie them up and the only punishment they get is <laughs> it's they like get dick slapped by PJ. That's it. And they're there and they're it's like Spider-Man with the web fluid. They're like stuck there and it doesn't dry for like an hour. Like, uh, oh, we're stuck. And then they turn themselves in. We have to give up this life of crime. Darn you, Magossum and your talking dog. There's got to be a talking dog. Why do we need a talking dog? <laughs> because there fucking needs to be a talking dog in the series. <laughs> Oh, I have a dog, Zuggy, so I'll carry Zuggy around. It'll be our talking bubby. St- about Star Trek. Welcome oh, to Trek Off. Welcome to Trek. We talked about, Five minutes we ago. Talked about our thing. Yeah. And then it turned, and into, then it turned into Picasso. So. So, 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 we've had it. <laughs> so we've got Archer in space. Yeah, we had a, we had a six minute um, commercial that, that finally got turned into a 20 second commercial. It was commercial. only going to be, you know, because you keep, fuck you. No, sorry. <laughs> I would like to submit. You Suck didn't submit anything it. the last episode. I know. Not once. Not once. And this time, this I'm time. I'm just going to have to make up for lost time. Yes. So let, let me be clear. I'm not allowed to submit anything, but so instead I will simply point out <laughs> this, this. Oh, yeah. It's a show. And I want to tell you what's in the show. I don't want to tell you what goes on in the show because I don't want to spoil okay, the show. Okay. You know what? You know what? Yeah. I would like to submit. Yeah. Lick my balls, okay? You don't have any balls. You have Barbie parts. <laughs> We've already established that I have Barbie it's parts. Right. It's all right. What? I, so, suddenly, Mr. Ace, Mr. Ace uncomfortable. He's like, go. now we're on to balls? Really? On to genitals, genitalia. He's looking <laughs> at his watch. He's he doesn't like it when watch. you talk about genitalia. Just, I, Do you, are you uncomfortable with genitalia? We all have them. <laughs> We all got them, man. We all got them. We, got a, we all of, got girl and boy parts. What's the deal with nipples? We all got nipples. The nipples all over us. Nipples all over the world. What is wrong with you? He says what happens when Justin drinks way too much. Star Trek. <laughs> Security yes, officers. thank you. Security with officers. With nipples. With nipples. They too all. <gasps> Wait, no, do they? Does Odo have nipples? Oh my gosh. You know what the name of this episode? I was going to call this episode Insecurity. 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 Can you speak? I think you should take that away. Take the glass away. I was going to call this episode Insecurity. It totally has to be called Magossum. Magossum. I'm sorry. I've known this guy for five years. I know, and he's a beautiful person. How do we not come up with Magossum in all this time? Well, I'm sure he's heard it before. Well, he's going to hear it now. I want anybody who's listening to this to friend PJ McGall. Oh my God, what's Facebook. wrong with you? Don't tell people to do that. That is not nice. <laughs> <laughs> just, <laughs> just send him a message. Yeah, so just, just say McGossum. McGossum, that's just it. McGossum! Okay. All caps. So, lots of exclamation points. We noticed that in the original series, there is not... At, like an official. There's not a security, security officer. officer like, that's an invention like head of, security. of the next generation. There is yep. not... Head of security. Who was head of security on Star Trek, the original series? I mean, who do you think like picked up, like did it there? 
I mean, I know there are times when when Scotty is like, you know, kind. I mean, I don't, well, I'm I mean, ahead of security, but yeah, but he like usually administers the weapons and like. Yeah. I mean, so he's the closest thing I think we have, but he's like the head of engineering. He's also openly drunk. It's it's like he's openly drunk a lot on the show. Which, I don't know about openly drunk. He's openly well in trouble. Trouble in troubles. Trouble troubles. He's openly drunk. Well, sure. Okay. I, I don't Do you mind repeating that, Laddie? Glug, I, I believe glug. there's a security chief on the, the ship on the original series. I just don't think it was a main character. I think, think, like, I think the role existed because they, he had, you know, like security officers come and like. Yeah, there was a secure. Know. There were security officers. Like yeah, big like, ass so, dudes. That Yeah. So am I, there's a de- obviously there's a department for those people. And there's probably a guy who runs that department. He just was. We just don't care about that. Mother- yeah. So so <laughs> since we're not going to spend long on the original series here, who. Who's the guy that like if we have to choose from the from the cast who has to pick Kirk? up Kirk? There's no just Kirk. There's no other answer. All right, why? Yeah, step back up to the mic, what do you sir, mean it's man. Kirk, it's Kirk. Not why Kirk. is it Kirk? Kirk's got Kirk, Kirk's got enough to do, man. Yeah, Kirk's got to steer the ship, and he's got two cat ladies in his he's bed at the same he, time. You know, he's got a helmsman he's busy. to steer the ship. He's got a helmsman that steers the ship. He's got you know. Do you think? Do you do you think that not, like the episodes we get to see? Are like the only time Kirk gets in the, gets into the chair, and that's why we're watching that episode. That in between the ship flies itself, and he's like just banging broads. No, no, I no. don't think that that's true. What's um, he doing? What's happening? I, mean, I think they're like exploring, they're exploring space, the universe jackass. and like you know. <laughs> yeah, but they're not doing spatial like they're not doing like spatial anomalies. I don't think that's Kirk- the thing though. Like I mean, a lot like, a lot of times when the episode starts, like they just got off something that was like boring. Yeah. Like so, we don't see that part because like nobody wants to see the time when they stop. Just like holy shit. Where they just right. like they you just know they up a load of dilithium. Yeah, they picked up dilithium, and, and then it was uneventful, yeah. and they took that shit to like you know K five one two and dropped it off, and like they're done there. Like that was done and, and nothing happened i I'm, I'm gonna let you two deliberate real quick uh mr a make your case for security officer kirk i mean i i just feel like that character that i mentioned before like the you know he reports to kirk so the character that's in this you know in the cast that we know you know that I, assuming that that character didn't exist Oh well, I, Who? Don't, I don't think that character didn't exist. I just think it wasn't. They they weren't a main part of the show. That's what I'm saying. So, so if the there's the guy that all the security officers report up to reports to Kirk, so that's who it is. So you think on his chair he has like a little thing like like because well as we'll talk, the other security officers are also tactical, mm-hmm. and they're also sort of like keeping out for like the shit that's going on the on the ship. Mm-hmm. So who? Yeah, like they're usually the ones that like it's like fire phasers and like Yeah, and Kirk says that. Kirk says that. But 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 the like what I'm saying though is on the on like yeah, Okay. On on you know when what? Here's my argument. Give me a better argument. You just handed it over <laughs> to the queen, sir. Okay. I'm I'm just saying I She's going to submit some Kirk. shit. It's not Kirk. I'm saying the, the closest thing we've ever seen a lot of times when we see a security team being led, it's you see Scotty there. I mean, that's the only if we had to pick someone, I think I you're right. This. I think I you're a- right. I think it's a character we don't see because he's not a part of the cast and we don't give a flying. But fuck. if we do have to pick someone, I do say that the one guy outside. Here's the thing. I don't think Kirk's going to kick my ass because Kirk's not the guy who's going to turn around and kick your ass. He's if you fight him, he will kick. He'll, your ass. he'll beat you. But he's he will not, fucking double fucking fist punch you. Yeah, right die. to the nuts. A, a, a double fisted <laughs> Kirk punch to the nuts. Um, but he's not going to kick my ass. Even if I'm fucking doing something wrong, he's going to be like, fucking stop. And then if I start a fight, then then, then he'll gonna, kill me. Yeah. 
the guy who's going to kick my ass if he catches me doing shit is is Scotty. Not Simon Pegg Scotty, by the way. We're talking. Yeah. You know what? Actually, and think not old Scotty, not old fat Scotty. I'm talking specifically. Yeah. And actually think about this. Like, I mean, that episode, The Trouble with Tribbles, in fact, um, because well, that's the one where they fight the, the Klingons in the uh, on the space station. Yeah, right? because later on, Worf is watching it happen, or Odo's watching it happen. Right, and Kirk has them all lined up, and he's all upset. Right, and he's like dressing them all down. And it's like, but of everybody, Scotty, like he's like most disappointed in him, right? Because he's supposed to be leading by example. So, yeah, but I don't think Scotty leads by example. I think Scotty's the guy. Who's just like I'll fucking punch you in the face? Like I think I think there's a dark side to Scotty. We don't. Oh, see. there definitely is. I think we never see it, but I think like in between episodes, I think that like some Joker gets into. I said Joker. I've been hanging out with you long enough now. <laughs> some 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 motherfucker gets into into engineering, and and Scotty's just like fuck you, fuck you, lock block whatever he says, and just play him out. <laughs> like right in the fucking kisser. I think that that's I think that's Scotty. I mean, who else? That's not Sulu. Uh-uh. Like, it's not Chekhov. It's not Chekhov. It's not Spock, certainly. <laughs> certainly not. Um, not although we'll get there with Voyager. So, so that's a different question. Who's the enforcer on the ship versus who's, you know, running security or who's responsible for security? I mean, because usually on the ship, I would say, like, Kirk is, like, send two security officers. Like, and we don't know who the fuck he's talking to. You know what I mean? They're like so. So there's just like the cops. There isn't a chief of police. There's just sort of. I guess I think so. The chief of police exists, but he's not a character on the show. Yeah, I think that's probably most likely. McLovin. It's McLovin. It's right. McLovin. It's McLovin. <laughs> yeah. It's like we just don't. That character wasn't Lieutenant important. Lieutenant McLovin, enough, come so. here. <laughs> so we don't see him. What's we don't up, talk Captain? about him. <laughs> it was you know like 1970, you know early like late 60s, early 70s. We don't so we dig the have, cops. We don't want to talk about the. cops. We didn't have time for that shit. Yeah. We don't know. We I think Roddenberry's vision was was the notion that we didn't need a military force. We didn't need a you know that kind of stuff. I, I mean, yeah, but I think the show is so it's so. Let, let's be clear, Roddenberry's vision is never followed. There are like three seasons of all of Star Trek. There, there's Star Trek the motion picture. There's the first season of, of the original series and the first season of Next Gen, and that's it for Roddenberry's vision. It always goes away because it is never interesting. It always the writers are always like fuck. Nobody can ever be upset at each other. But that's but that's why I think that's why you don't have a security chief on the original series. I don't. I think that's why you don't have that character. Why it's written? Yeah. Just, it just occurred to me. Wouldn't it be awesome if that was a main character and that like there was an actor and he was paid and because the 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 opening credits only had Kirk Spock and sometimes McCoy, right? Mm-hmm. So so what if that guy was in there? And he just kept getting cut out because Kirk had to have a love scene. They're like, they're, <laughs> this is your scene, man. No, this is your like, week. No, it's going to be. It's this your is week, your week. Man. This totally is totally going to be on this time. He's like, for real. He calls. He calls his mom. He, call, like, he calls all of his family mom, members. You watch this week. It's totally going to totally be. Gonna, I'm totally going to be on this time. They <laughs> told me time. it's going to be this time. This isn't my time. Oh, poor McLovin. That's. I feel bad for McLovin. Yeah. He turned out okay though. I mean, he he ended up being okay. He was and it was Billy D. Williams. <laughs> he ended up being that O'Calrissian. He's fine. He's fine. He's yeah. fine. And then, and then he was like, "Well, the McLovin thing didn't work out for me." But then I was Lando, and he was like, "Fucking now, I'm Harvey fucking Dent." You wait. You see me be fucking Two Face. I'm gonna be fucking Two Face. Is he? He's Harvey Dent in the 1989 Batman. Yep. 
He is, no. he is, what? he is, what? he is the brand new district attorney, Harvey Dent. He barely does, does anything. It's Billy D. Williams walking around. Harvey is Dent. It? I don't yep. remember that yeah. part. Yeah. And then, then they're like, ah, oh, we'll have re- to watch that movie. We'll be casting you with Tommy Lee Jones. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> the whitewashing of Harvey Dent. Literally. Uh, literally. Was, was Harvey Dent in the comics a black guy? No, not at all. Okay. No. So it's not really Yeah, but here's the thing about, about, I, I just to, sidestep for a second billy d um is so charming and so smooth to to see him turn yeah it would have been really interesting yeah to see him turn like i saw thank you for smoking before i ever saw um the dark knight Mm -hmm. um so i already saw aaron Eckhart having as smooth and as fun as he was having a dark side to him right um and tommy lee jones i think sucked absolute donkey ass as as Harvey Dent as as Two Face. I thought he was the worst part of the film. So that was a that was the second one. Right? That was the third one. That was Batman Forever with Jim Carrey. Yeah, okay. I think he was. Right? Yeah. yeah, I think he was next to Jim Carrey, and he was like, "Fuck, I got to try to out Jim Carrey, Jim Carrey." And I think that because Jim Carrey was good at he was perfect he was casting. Perfect for that. I yeah, I think that if you had had this dark next to Jim Carrey, you had this dead serious character that basically a straight man. Yeah. Jim, I think it would have worked so much better. But that's another yeah. story for another day. You're right. We move on to Star Trek The Next Generation. The first security officer we ever get to meet is Lieutenant Tasha, Tasha Yar. Yar. And she is fucking awesome. She is awesome. The very first time we see her, she's in the holodeck like doing judo. Fuck yeah. And she's like, fuck, I can do judo. Yeah, like you don't want to mess with Tasha. It's also, we you had gotten two-handed fist punches up to then. And Star Trek fights were abysmal. They were just kind of like they always had, but they had the music. They were just just haymakers and two fist punches. When you meet Tasha, oh no! Sometimes it was the the run and two and two yeah. two foot yeah, double, oh, you know, double kick. Yeah, well, you fall oh, down oh, too, yeah. but um, but when we meet Tasha Yar, she's like she is doing martial arts. Yeah, and that yep. was that was I remember seeing that in '87 and being like, holy shit! She'll kick they my martial ass. arts on the. I believed. The Tashiar could kick my ass. Oh yeah, definitely. Tashiar wasn't fucking around, and she and what I loved about her was like th- this is what I'm talking about. Like I think here we actually had a character on Star Trek, a female character who was sexy, feminine. Yep. Well, and I felt like she was feminine. Like she sometimes. had her she had her times. You know what I'm saying? I'm, oh yeah. You know he is fully functional, programmed fully functional. in multiple. Techniques. I'm just saying, like she. They, she was able to be more. You know what I mean? It wasn't just that she was a, a woman in a, you know, and oh, now she's a woman. How cool is it you met Data, by the way? Oh, How yeah, that was that? pretty cool. That was pretty neat. That was a great day. That that whole day was fun. Parts of that day were great. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you got to meet Data. And, and that day was pretty phenomenal for me. All I right. got to make Data laugh. That was fun. Yeah, That's in true. The in the parking lot, no less. Yeah. Which, uh, having met him before and not enjoying my first experience having met him, it was nice that now I can think, ah, I, I like him more now. Yeah, because yeah, it was I funny. It was fun. Yeah. I was like, well, I assume you were talking about me. <laughs> I was Which like, was funny. Nope. <laughs> um, go on. I don't even know what I was Tasha saying. Yar. I just, I just, I enjoyed that. I, I enjoyed her character. I, I liked her a lot. I was so fucking... Uh, he used to run across the room. Hold on. Your shirt is really bright, but anyway, go on. Um, so Alexia turned me on to Star Trek after we 
you know, got together or whatever. And so I hadn't seen Next Gen. And, like, I didn't watch it when it was on TV. I didn't know who any... I knew of it. I was, like, you know, peripherally aware of Star Trek. Um, so when Tasha... I was not expecting Tasha Yar to... Spoiler alert for Next Gen. Hmm. I wasn't expecting her to die. Right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it was like a gut punch when I was... I was like... Whole, this no, they're gonna fucking figure this out, and she, she's gonna be really there next dead, next right? episode, I think, right? And I will, and I will say this: her. I think I turned to Alexia and I was like, "She's not really, she's, that she's not really dead, is she?" Like that. And then, of course, I don't think I could even answer you. I just no, like started. I just kept crying, and he was like, "And and, oh, and, her, shit. and her and her scene in sick bay where she is reacting less and less and less to the stimulators thing. Yeah. Where the first time they use her, she's like, Gah! and then good, and then they turn it all the way up, and she barely moves. Uh. And and Crusher's just. Flipping out, she's like, again, 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 again. That's a great scene. That's great television. Yeah, fuck yeah, absolutely. Um, and I would say, as much as I hate to have lost Tasha, the most important thing that happened in all of Next Gen, outside of maybe Picard getting assimilated, because it made you feel, even though they never killed off anybody else, like it could happen. Yep. You yeah. always said they killed off Tasha, mm-hmm. so when Picard gets assimilated by the Borg. It could happen. It could happen. Yeah. You don't at know. any point. It could happen, and it lets it, it, it lets you know that you're not safe, even though you're really, 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 really safe for seventy-seven years. And but yeah, at the end of the season, we all we look back and know, okay, we're really safe. But you know, for somebody who's never seen it before, and and for viewers who are viewing it the first time around, you're absolutely right. I think yeah. it was a brilliant move. I, it's and it was not. A I move. just wish it wasn't Tasha because I liked her so much. Well, here's the thing: <laughs> it wasn't a move designed to be that. No, brilliant it wasn't. Move. It was that she wanted to leave yeah, the show. Yeah, she wanted to leave. Yeah. So. What's she doing now? Um, conventions. Right. Uh, hey, I don't want to look. First of all, like, first of all, I don't want to slam her. I, I, I met her. She's really super sweet. I'm sure she is. She's, She's awesome. a really, really nice, um, a nice lady. And I love her. I'm sure character. she probably beats herself up about that decision. <laughs> and 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 I enjoyed her in her episode of Red Shoe Diaries a lot when I was 20. <laughs> um, I'm just saying. David Duchovny. David Duchovny. I love you, Duchovny. <laughs> I um, do too. I just, I, I, it's a, it's, I feel a little bit robbed. Like, I, I feel sad about it because who would I you get, rather like, have seen? If they had to kill a crew member and it wasn't going to be Tasha Yar, who was it going to be? Counselor Troy. Yeah. I didn't even pause. You didn't. Wow. I didn't even pause. Wow. Yeah, but what about her and. No. Riker would have found someone. Fuck that. Fuck you. Here's the beard. I would like to submit. Fuck you. He didn't even need her the entire seven years. Fuck you. He wasn't with her the they whole seven years. They were true love. Suck a bag of dicks. I, you know, I love Next Gen, and Next Gen is my show more than it's yours. And let me say this: I feel like they shoehorned them getting back together, being soulmates, into insurrection, and then pushed it into Nemesis. No, I never felt like no. they were soulmates. Yes. No. Yes. No, I felt Always like th- they were friendly exes. No. Nope. That's what was. Hold on. Hold on. That's what was so interesting about their relationship. It, that was a relationship I'd never seen on a show before. That was two people who used to be involved, who were no longer involved, and not interested in becoming involved, but were best friends. And I had, as a child of divorce, because I'm a child of divorce, I watched, you know, I, I, Always heard about people who said, oh, there's a friendly divorce. We were friendly. We broke up. We were divorced. Like you hear it in Hollywood all the time. Like like fucking uh, Demi Moore and, and Ashton Kutcher and Bruce oh. Willis. They're all still fucking friends. And that was foreign to me. So this kind of relationship, very 80s relationship of a relationship that was big and, and intense and ended and was over mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. and both of them, especially Riker, um, were out there doing their own thing, and they were the best of friends, and they weren't really jealous of one another. It was a little bit of that weirdness, but not really. They were okay with it. Um, that was really an interesting and unconventional relationship that I had not seen very often and have not seen very often since. Yeah. Um, I so, so. so when we get to Insurrection... And, and suddenly, wedding, right? and she, no, insurrection, she's shaving him in the hot tub. Mm. And then the next time they're getting married and they're like, it's always been you. You've always been, you know, I say, I call a little bit of bullshit on it. I call a little bit of, of, I felt like the soulmates. I always felt like the soulmates were Crusher and Picard. Oh, them too, but they didn't actually do that one. Yeah, but that's the thing. I <laughs> felt like they were the soulmates and I was never that interested in, in Riker and Troy. Picard just never got over the candle thing. He just, you know, he couldn't Stop handle it. the... He wasn't going to bring it up. He was maybe going to manage to mention Crusher without bringing up the candle episode. I just want to say that the one episode where it seemed like they were going to get together, Crusher rejects him, the one where they were linked. And the last shot of the episode, Picard blowing out a candle. Stop. (laughs) (laughs) Just saying. I'm not wrong. Am I wrong? I'm not wrong. I want to watch the episode now. It's a shot of him. He blows out three candles. He goes, that's the end of the episode. She's like, like, maybe we shouldn't be so difficult getting together. And she's like, maybe we should. And she leaves. And he's like, fuck. Fuck. <laughs> Candles. <laughs> I'm sure these will never mean anything. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Um, hey, look, Tasha died. And while her departure was unfortunate, she gave us the best gift that we could have gotten. Her replacement as security officer. I mean, a lot of good story stuff came from it. Too. A lot of great, like, like, like the measure of a man, like, like that, right, added like, to that episode. All right, let's let's put it this way. You know, the actor who has done more Star Trek than any actor ever is Michael Dorn. Is it really? Absolutely. Oh, you have, I feel like you've said this before, and I've always seven like, seasons, really? seven seasons of Next Gen, oh, four, on DS9 four well. movies, and then four more yeah. seasons of DS Nine. Yeah, he has yeah. been. There was talk of a cat. I think he generated a lot of talk talk about Captain War. From what I understand, the man owns a jet. From what I understand, the man has mad, mad Trek money because he also invested really, really wisely. Good for him. So he is, from what I understand, um, I've listened to- He's doing all right. I've listened to podcasts about how everybody's doing Mm -hmm. and- and it was asked point blank, who's the richest? And without even a pause, like the way I didn't pause- Everybody was like, Michael They're like, Dorn. Dorn. Yeah. (laughs) That's like, awesome. <laughs> he's by far like you would think Patrick Stewart. You or, would, or I mean, he's Sir or, Patrick, you or, know? or William Shatner. Yeah, or Shatner. No, it's Dorn. Dorn has so much fucking money. Really? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, like like he is. He's like he, Oprah rich. He's like Oprah rich. So um, so we get Worf as security officer. We do, and and he gives him the opportunity to really grow. I think. Now he's got two roles on Next Gen. He's security officer, and he's tactical officer. And he's tactical. Um, which are two different roles. They're well, didn't you say that they were kind of the same though? Until DS Nine, I always felt like they were the same. Then DS Nine, they specifically separated the roles. Uh, and into who and who? Into Worf and Odo. Oh right, Worf well, was tactical. Okay. Um, Hang on a second. So what's the difference yeah. between tactical and security? Yeah, you might as well just pull up a chair. Like pull up. You should just sit between us. Pull up the video we'll game a, chair. We'll have a Mr. A sandwich. Ooh, so, that's sexy. Um, I can do it. <laughs> Not really. I realized I like that women. we were going through the series in series release order. Uh huh. But if you go cr- in chronological order, there was a security officer on Enterprise. But he was pre- also tactical. Which, yes, and it predates the original series. 
Okay, let's in let's timeline. let's which basically proves what I was saying that there was that there was a security chief on the ship. Are you still stuck on that? I'm just saying. <laughs> it just it, it just occurred to me. You should have a website called I'm just saying. Like you should have like something I, on Facebook. I know something. You know. Yeah, I probably should do that. Um. Anyway, I love your hair, man. Thank you. It's it's in the in between phase. You should have another drink. It's, <laughs> it's that sort of that. It's like he's like a, a, a like a gnat. He's he is, got that. He is, he can I talk? I wanted to talk in the last episode. I'm, 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 <laughs> Take it easy, there, I'm, Prince I'm, Valiant. I'm, I'm, it's okay. <laughs> um, it, like, I'm, 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 he's not as cute as. Speaking you. of I'm, hair, I'm, speaking of <laughs> speaking of long <laughs> and short hair. Uh, but when I was watching Star Trek Into Darkness, the biggest continuity error, because I said I was going to do this last episode, mm. is mm-hmm. Benedict Cumberbatch's hair. Really? Um, when he when Kirk is beating him up, right? Yeah. His hair is very. Fa- Sorry about the Prince Valiant thing. I think your hair is awesome. Um, I uh, it's kind of Worf. It's sort of like season three Worf a little bit. I don't know, man. I love your. Now I feel bad. He's giving me the the. the He's not giving you any face. Really? Things. He's not. He's not. Really? Am I just totally like pro- projecting yes, onto him? Yes, you are. <laughs> He's really good at that, though. I know. That's really good. <laughs> at the blank face. <laughs> That's really you good. Put whatever you think. Does he do that shit to you? <laughs> yes. Is it difficult? Is it like you like whatever it is you're feeling, uh-huh. you project onto him? Yeah. Um. So uh, when. <laughs> I was doing it on purpose. Now he has, he knows he has power over me. <laughs> he's like, he's like, I, I have you now. <laughs> he's like Vader, like oh, coming yeah, up behind yeah. my ship. I'm thinking about the hair thing now. I remember, like he had it, like, like you know. Yeah, when Kirk is beating him up, his yeah. hair is down in his face. Yeah, and then like, and then when he's, like, and then like, when he's in the on, yeah, it's like no hair no. there. Yeah, and then when they're interrogating him, interrogating hair him, back. it's like really. But then when he's going through the sh- ship, his hair is like, 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 like. like as short as mine. Yeah. Walking down. It's not pulled back like no, like comb backward. It's just short like in a little like bangs going over. Huh. Clearly the man had a haircut when he got into the Enterprise. <laughs> <laughs> like you do. Like this happened. Like yeah. And it was I was like, really, hey, listen, I'm con. I noticed. And before stylists. Yeah, like I never can I see the ship's barber. Speaking of ship's that barber. then is there a ship's barber? Mott on Next Generation, he's a Bolian. His name is Mott. And we don't meet him till the seventh season, but we talk about him a lot. They talk about Mott the Barber for like a season, then you meet him. And then you meet him. Yes. Well, then and, what about and, all the other places? And, like, and, and Next Gen, and in uh, the Die Hard episode of Next Gen, Starship Down, where Captain Picard's stuck <laughs> on the ship and Tuvok is one of the terrorists on the ship. Tim Russell and Terror. Oh, Tim Russell. He calls himself Mott the Barber. When they say, who are you? Oh, okay. He's yeah. like, I'm Mott the Barber. But yeah, we eventually meet Mott the Barber. He's so, a bully. Mott's, so, Mott the Barber is the only a barber, barber we meet. That's how much we get into the the, the minutiae of Star Trek Restoration. <laughs> I know the name of, of the, the barber, barber on the ship. That's that's a wait ship. Wait a minute, wait a minute. So there's ah, uh, let me let me clarify. There's Maybe there's uh, a reason barber for a ship of 1400 people. I think that's about right. Five. Uh, really? You a think barber? one motherfucker is cutting that's all fourteen hundred motherfucker people's hair. Let's do all right. So let's do, do math. the math. Let's do how the math. How many people? Here. How many people an hour? That's a, that's that's two hundred a day. He's, that's not two hundred. How is that two hundred? It's twenty a day. How is it twenty okay, a day? 20 a day it, how is it twenty a day? Well, two hundred a day. Two hundred times three hundred and sixty-five. They get one haircut. They get a year. one haircut a year, dude. Right, how many Who haircuts? Who the fuck do you know that gets one haircut a year? I get like three haircuts a year. They're in Starfleet. They're- After all this time, the buzz came back. No, it didn't. We missed the buzz. Our former co-host, the buzz. The buzz did not come Cheers. back. It did. There was a buzz. There was a buzz because you knocked all the shit over. Because right, so st- you're I, a shit knocker over. Because it was precariously <laughs> balanced. over. And, 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 and you know what the fact is? So, look, can I talk about drinking for just one second? 
for one second. Let me tell you one about let me, te- an expert, yes. let me tell you about training. But I'm not. Here's the thing. I stopped because mm-hmm. right. you know, I had tummy yeah. problems. And mm-hmm. so I, I stopped drinking. So that's why you're so drunk. And so like <laughs> this is one glass. You used to watch me polish off. Yeah, no, I know. Things like this, like like and without a problem because I had built a tolerance because I was yeah. having a little bit every night. Um beep, beep, beep. doesn't your phone normally No, it's just that's a timer telling me that like it's... I, birth control. <laughs> Time to take my birth control. By In the case way, anyone was wondering. Did you get a new case? Did you get this replaced? No. No. So her case, for those of you who never get to see her case, is the science officer <laughs> uh spot. It's awesome. So <laughs> select few. <laughs> anyway, the um. So yeah. So I I had built up a tolerance because I was I was using alcohol to help myself fall asleep. I am yes. I am feeling it. I'm kind of surprised. I'm like mm-hmm. I'm like sort of that like early twenties like like feeling it, like going whoa whoa hey I didn't think I drank I drank that much because <laughs> I don't because I don't anymore. I, I yeah. like like when yep. I was having two or three a night. Yeah. Like this when was when you nothing. were a lush, it was not a big deal. Well, I wasn't now, a lush, I was just trying to I'm fucking just, I'm, sleep. I'm kidding with you. I'm so, joking. I'm joshing. So but now I do have sort I, 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 I do sort of have that like tingly nose, like where you keep going like this because you're like, my nose is like half numb. I don't <laughs> know this drunk The tingly nose? No. No, really? You do you know what it, or tingly face? No. Sorry. Really? No. Yeah. yeah. Weird. And I've Consumed more than simply alcohol, and I don't know what you're talking about. I never have. Like alcohol is I, it that is I've, that I've, I've, the hardest, hardest I've gone, and and this is yeah, really, and is. and I've had like literally a, and because this was mixed with water and with ice cubes, I've had like a shot. It's Are you kidding me? No, that's not right. Not right. That's been oh, but I had your thing at yeah. the beginning. I think yeah. to jumpstart. Anyway, that's anyway, going. Um, so if you know things progress as it seems like they're going to, and five or ten years from now, marijuana is completely legal, would you do it? That's an interesting question. I'm not sure if I'm comfortable having on microphone. Well, it's oh. a hypothetical. It, a hypothetical. So, so if, let's, 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 Talk about the hypothetical. So we're going to jump off, and I know where we were too, because we were. Talk- I know exactly where we're we talking were. about Malcolm Reed. So we'll yep. talk about Malcolm okay, Reed. Um, no, that's not where we. Yeah, were. Yeah, he he jumped to Enterprise. No, that's not where we were. Where were we? I will remind us where we were when it is time. Yes, ma'am. Finish your question. Oh my gosh, you're really scary. <laughs> yeah, so you should do what she says. Can you believe I put axes in this girl's hand once? <laughs> like I was like, hey, you know what you should be carrying? Axes. Axes. Action. Two of them. Two I'm gonna them. I'm gonna tell you what to do now. Oh my gosh! That was like a suicide. <laughs> wow. Well, I'm okay, a nice so person, and I didn't kill you. So the hypothetical, um, the hypothetical is this: A, I no longer have a medical license of any kind. Okay. So that's the first thing. But if it were, but if legal, it's legal, would it matter then? Yeah. You still like have to. It could. It could. Wouldn't and it just be well, like drinking? You can't whether drink? or not, whether not, okay, I could, well, I could legally take Percocet right now, but I don't take Percocet because if I take Percocet, I'm not allowed to work. So. So I and for twelve hours or like thirty days. Thirty days. If really? it's in my blood, I think so. If it's in, I no, that can't be right. I all well, your body metabolizes those types of chemicals much faster than thirty days. Yes, I know. But my point being that I am super strict about about because I take that well, because, seriously. Yeah, because so let's yeah. so let's make a couple of assumptions. A the movies make enough, and you're no longer, and I no longer have to maintain my medical license. Yeah. Okay. B I have moved to Colorado, where recreational marijuana is now legal. Or recreational marijuana is generally legal in all fifty United States. Or, I mean, or it's all a hypothetical. Or wherever uh, it is, yeah, it's yeah. yeah. And yeah. and I was going to say, and C, there is no more federal controversy. It is now right. yeah, as it's, it's legal totally legal as, as legal as alcohol. Yes. Exactly. I don't Same know. thing. I don't know. 
and and I say I don't know because it's a conversation I've had recently. Um, because uh, because I read an article where they were saying that now now Colorado has sort of broken through the dam, mm-hmm. and they're sort of there are a bunch of states on the docket, especially in the Pacific Northwest, that air are like they're going. Yeah, Washington's already done it. And and Washington, Washington. Yeah, Washington. The, and you live near it. a Washington too, and I you're know, saying Washington. Sad, whatever. Um, but but that it's, it's that that it is now being seen as sort of an inevi- an inevitability that it's going to happen. And that is the sound of Mr. Anderson. Um, so, so given that, I would like to think that before I die in a legal context that I would do that, but I'm a, I'm a stickler for not breaking the law. I am. That's why I asked that. That's why he asked under those circumstances. I would like to think that, that as I, get older and it's funny that that i wasn't this guy when i was in my 20s where most people are out there experimenting mm-hmm. um but when the kids who are quote-unquote experimenting they don't think they're experimenting they're having fun yeah right. um they they don't realize they're experimenting but i am often talking to my kids about like you got to try this food you got to do this thing go on this roller coaster listen to this different kind of music do have this experience that's different and your, see how you feel about it. And yeah. Then your normal set of experiences. Yeah. Um. I think that the line for that experience, at least for me, and legally, kind of for everybody, is that you don't break the law. Right. Yeah. So. So as of yet, I have not had that experience. Um. No, I know. Um. Yeah. I don't. That is where my moral compunction against it comes. Um. Uh, is yeah, that so? It's, the so it's weed. not. Yeah. It's it's illegal, so I don't do it. It's illegal because I so I don't do it. And um, I truly believe if there's something that can control you, that you shouldn't do it either. And I, I know people go, weed I mean, is... I mean, what's in your hand is more controlling than... Not for me. It was starting... Well, you don't know that. It was starting to get there, and yeah. then I stopped, and I, and I did I, the... But I mean in general for people. And that's, and that's the thing. Yeah. That's what controls me more than this. And this was a control over me for a little bit yeah. um, in order to help me sleep. But, sure. but well, it's totally off top. Star Trek now, I'll talk wow. about it. Um, the drug that controls me is caffeine. Yeah. I am addicted yeah. to caffeine. When I wake up in the morning, I have a bowl of cereal and I and I take my tummy medicine because I'm not supposed to be drinking caffeine at all. Mm. Um, and I wait. I mean, that first cup of coffee that I have, I'm like Janeway. I'm like, <laughs> I need my coffee. You know, I it's I like it's but that what like do they call it in that show? What do they call no, no, it's coffee. No, it's it's black coffee. What's the other coffee. Stuff they black. Rackticino. Yeah. I am. That is the drug to which I am truly addicted. In the morning, it's not that I want a cup of coffee; it's that I crave it and I need it. And when I drink it, it's pleasurable. <laughs> like I'm drinking, I'm like, oh, good. What if it was uh, yeah. something else with caffeine in it? Not. Coffee? It's not the same. So it's but, not caffeine. So- but the cat is well. It is a, though. Like, think about the episode of News Radio. I love that one when he quits. Sm- when he quits the caffeine, well, when, when uh, a, he's quitting the smoking, and he's like, "I don't know what caffeine does for you, but I'm pretty sure that without it, your head caves in." <laughs> <laughs> is that it's Bill a, Hartman or Dave Foley. No, Dave Foley. There's a there's a psychological uh, caffeine. And there's a there's a there's a psychological component to it that I think coffee is the norm that I'm with. But there was a while that I that I drank Red Bull and not, and before yeah. that it was Mountain Dew. So it's like I've I've had caffeine flavors of caffeine yeah and for now from now it's it's tied in with the taste of coffee but not necessarily the experience because in the winter i drink it hot in the summer i drink it cold so so but it's i do look forward 
to and I don't feel right until I have it. I don't feel right. That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. I never got onto coffee like that. No, me either. But Janeway was like that in a big way. Like, like, no, we're still going. Yep, yeah, we're still going. Was, that was the, that was, that was yeah. the keyboard. Which happened in the last episode, too. Awesome. Um, I need to get my batteries for my bio. Anyway, um, Janeway was like that, too. In, <laughs> in like, Janeway, a lot of the time, she was like, you know, like someone tried to talk to her and she'd be like, hold her hand up, do the hand, go. Drink her coffee. And then she, okay, gone. Stop. <laughs> and then she'd have four or five cigarettes that we didn't see. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad, dude. I did never. Although I don't think they ever showed us anybody smoking. I never used to feel bad. On Star Trek, did I they? never used to feel bad about making fun of 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 Janeway's voice until I watched the captains and especially the the captains um the close up the, the captains close up. And now I feel bad. Now I like care about her. I know she's a beautiful person. I know she's a beautiful I, I person. I have such I have such respect for her as an actress. Like I look. It's so not as fun to have respect for her. I know. I'm sorry. It was more fun when I could. Like when now I'm doing the voice, and I feel like I'm like talking about one of my friends now. Yeah. Because I've gotten to know her. See, now you're an asshole. And I, yeah, I know. I I'm feel a little kidding. bit no, like it. No, you're not. But you feel like it. you know. It's, I mean, it's, I guess I could see that. I feel like her friends would probably. I mean, I feel like she'd probably take it pretty. Do you well. think she does like? Like other people, or or that she knows that she has the. Voice. Oh, I'm sure she does. Are people, sure. I like, know she does. There's no way she doesn't. So, um, we have a friend, and we're going to jump back into security offices in a minute. We have a friend named Dan Guy who plays Randall, who at one point left a message for me as me on oh my, my phone. Oh my god! He's like, Amazing. "Hi, Justin. It's Justin. I'm really glad to really glad to be leaving a message for you. I really hope you call me back. Give me a call back as soon as you can. Okay? Okay. Cool. Thanks." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Whoa, you ass. Awesome. I was oh like, how gosh. could you do? And 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 ever since then, my me- my messages are more low key than they used to be. <laughs> <laughs> ever since that one time that, that he did that, surprise me I was like, a little bit. I was like, oh man, I can't ever do that ever ever again. Ever again. <laughs> yeah, like this is a caricature, but I can't even come close to. I know. Yeah, I have to go the other way. Um, <laughs> to be super serious. So now your messages to Dead Guy are like, "Hi, Dan." So, so let's go. So let's Can jump backwards real quick because we'll hit Worf in a second. Let's talk about Malcolm Reed. You're no, not a Malcolm fan. No, you hate Malcolm. No, no, you hate Malcolm. No, because that's not where we were. We were talking were we? about how a fucking barber could cut one barber could cut oh, yeah. fourteen hundred motherfuckers' hairs. Oh, okay? We're doing math. So we were doing math, and right. you believe how many that a person gets one haircut a year, and that it would be fine many, to have just one. All of right, those let's do the hold on. Let's do, real quick so math problem. The, how many haircuts do you get a year? The reason I came up with the two hundred a day, was yeah. because he's bullying them. Well, what does bullying have to do with <laughs> it? Does he have? Well, they only have two hands, right? He's got a big line in the middle of his face. Anyway, the <laughs> reason that, because I ap- I happen to know that um, if you get a like a suspended or restricted driver's license yeah. at a certain age, yeah, like, there are certain things that you can still drive for. Uh-huh. And one of those things is once a week to get a haircut. Once a week to get how often do you get, how many times a year do you get a haircut? I, okay, I think that the conventional wisdom says that like about about once a month. Once a month. You get haircuts once a month. No, look at my hair. All right, but but are, <laughs> that's you, the conventional wisdom that most people I they're get maintaining three it, haircuts, know, three to four haircuts that's a year. You, I'm yeah. saying. I mean, I most, think it varies. So it varies. I get my hair cut really short and then I let it grow to long. Right, but it but it varies. Some I, people like this is my hair. This is what my style is, and then to maintain that, you have to go about once. All a right, month. so okay, let's average it out to so once say, every two months. Yeah, once every two months. Six a year. Six a year. So six times. Fourteen hundred is going to be what eighty four hundred. Sure. 
right? Like Nine. six times a thousand is thousand. Six times four hundred is is 2, is twenty four hundred. So eighty four hundred. So eighty four hundred haircuts a year. And let's just take sixty five days out of it. Let's say he takes weekends off or something. Say three hundred. So eighty five haircuts divided by three hundred is eighty five divided by three. Eighty five hundred haircuts divided by th- divided by three hundred, which is eighty five divided by three, which is about twenty five haircuts a day. And in, in a nine hour day, you could do that. I don't. Th- I think that's not twenty five. I think, I think it's two hundred. Barbers in our audience, they're cursing your name right now. Yeah. Uh, there's so many bald people. Well, first of all, Wharf is not getting a haircut, and now there's Picard. You know, like, like, he has to get his head shaved. He has to have, he has, he has to, to have his head shaved. That takes he has some hair that grows. Yeah, his hair it's grows. He has like, the, the like, side, the side not, things. It's, yeah. yeah, it's not like he doesn't have hair the that only, grows. The only person on the ship who's not getting a haircut is Data. That's true. Yeah. Because yes. he's choosing not to grow his hair. Right. That's true. That's true. Okay. Well, I mean, it's, he does, Picard does have to have the things growing on the side of his head. So he and, looks like and, that guy from Return of the Jedi. I don't think that beard himself. I'm just saying. No, he's not. He's no, no, wait, no. Jordy, Jordy established that they still use electric razors and use them to shave in the 24th century. And remember, when Data walks in and sees him shaving with electric razors. He goes, "What are you doing?" And he's like, "Still, some things we got to do to ourselves." Yeah. yeah. Well, that's Jordy, but that's Jordy. Jordy doesn't have the majestic. Yeah, that's that's right why now. that's why he's so unlucky at love. Yeah, <laughs> it's, 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 it's because beard. he shaves his own beard. Because <laughs> like, he shaves his own. <laughs> he's like. Yeah. He's like, sorry. Apparently, chicks don't like that. He's like, sorry, hot lady who used to have a crush on me in season two of Next Gen and then spilled the coffee in Picard and never showed up ever again. That's... Oh, damn. <laughs> sorry, I shaved my own beard. You what? You do what? You do what? Did you That's hear? That's it. I'm going to leave you. Go I can't take it anymore. Go fuck some I chick on the holiday. Hot, but now I'm done. Malcolm Reed. You don't like him, and I do. You're less I of a fan. I do not. What's your deal with Malcolm Reed? So outside of the performance, if that's the issue, what is? No, I don't think it's a performance. Like, what I is it? I don't think it's a performance issue. I don't. I don't think it's the actor that I have an issue with, or even his portrayal of the role per se. Per se. I just, as a character, he's like all, uh, dry and British. And no, I like British. I love British. Um, but he's kind of shitty you know what the thing is about him of all the security officers except for troy i feel and and i guess odo he is the most security officer that's what he does he is into right, security but I guess and troy? he's, he's no i try i odo and uh sorry yar yar how oh, i just slapped my knee oh i have a i might hurt my knee um i it really hurts though <laughs> um i like he is the most like like he seems like especially when the Makos come on in season three and four. I guess that my like, my like, issue is like why does that what does that even mean? I don't like, know. You know it's what like, I'm saying? Like he seems like he's I'm always checking the phasers. I'm checking the security. He seems that more like part a, doesn't bother me. Like his being um, he seems like a cop. He seems like a cop. No, he's, but that but then that that to me means that your perception of a cop is a negative thing. Because, no, like just not at all. because you're a security officer or a cop doesn't mean you're no longer a human being. Uh, you and forget, I feel like that. I like you know here's that you say that I that it, it's my uh, perception of a cop. I like Malcolm Reed. I like him. Okay. I so I find I guess, him I interesting. I, I don't. I like cops just fine. Me too. You know my my sister's married to one. I but I don't like the. You're I just don't, hoping that nobody hears this and gives you a ticket. You're right. No, I just I don't. Just like believe. everybody who ever gave to the Fraternal Order of Police. <laughs> it's like if I put that sticker on my car, I'm safe. I'm just saying, I don't think 
that being a security officer or being a cop means that you're not a human being and you don't have fun and you can't have friends and you can't know people. Like, he wasn't tortured. He was just dull. You know what I mean? See, and I found him... Uh, I found it that his journey was a lot like, like not even Picard's journey, but Patrick Stewart's journey, that his... It was difficult for him because he was brought up military, he's brought up to be a certain proper kind of way, and that his journey was learning how to not be that way and how to assimilate onto if the show had gone seven seasons, I think you would you would have watched him go through a lot of what the doctor went through, where he where he like went from being one way to growing and being part of like because by because by the end he's chatting with Reed a lot he's got relationships with everyone he's got like by the fourth season you've watched him change from the guy he was in the first episode and I feel like unfortunately Enterprise is always going to be a show interrupted yeah and there's that, I mean there's that I suppose if I gotten to see an arc where he was more personable and I was seeing the beginning of that arc. then maybe but I still feel like even then. He, the, just the place that he's starting from is just a dull place. Like, like when you talk about the doctor, the doctor when he starts, he's not dull. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, maybe he's a bit now, now clinical I'm, or cut off, but he's not dull. Really, one one percent spoiler um, for Angel. Um, I I may be uh, projecting some of what I feel was Wesley's part of Wesley's arc. Yeah. And Wesley's Angel. arc is good. I mean, I mean, I'm even but Wesley, seeing... but Wesley starts out in the same place as Reed. No, he doesn't. That's what I'm saying. Wesley is likable even when he's a douche. Cause he's awesome. But, but Malcolm is not, that's what I'm saying. Like, he's not he's as not, good an actor. I will say this. He's not likable. Like Wesley isn't cut off. That's what I'm saying. Like there's what you get from Wesley when you first meet him is that he's, he's also funny. And he's then funny. he's serious. Yes, and then he's-, he's funny, but you Malcolm get that he... No right, Malcolm has no sense of humor. I think that what you get from Wesley is that here's a guy who wants... He's the guy that wants to be accepted, that wants to be liked, and has cut himself off and tried to make his own way because he doesn't believe it's possible. And here's the thing. And while, I don't while, see, I think, don't- while I think the actor who plays Malcolm Reed um, and uh, Dominic... Not Dominic Monaghan. Dominic... Uh, his name's Dominic something. Yeah. Yeah, Reed. Um, he's he's a good actor, but yeah. Alexis Denisov is an astounding actor, and therein may lie the difference. Alexis Denisov can play level upon level upon level upon level upon level upon level upon level, and it is, in my opinion, the best character. I think that Wesley Wyndham Price is the best character in the entire Buffyverse. Really, it's he is at least in terms of watching what an actor can do. Um, I mean, I just I recently watched the episode where he pretended to be Angel, and he's just adorable. That's hilarious. He's um, adorable. Yeah, but uh, but he can also play drama, and he can also play dark, and he can also play. There's I haven't so- seen him do dark yet. You know what I mean? I haven't seen it yet. I just want you to call me once a week, like really. I, do. <laughs> I um, believe that he that he can. I'm just I, I'm just saying, like I guess if what I would have there he was played no- dark and Buffy. Angel tortured him. He played he played dark and Buffy. No, a little bit. Not really. Well, he gets anyway. Um, and he's he's a little bit, um, tortured by faith in the one episode. Anyway, fuck it. Nobody anyway. watches Enterprise. Um, anyway, next um, gen. I guess what I'm saying is he's but like so talking about the role less about than like so in that situation we've got security and tactical is the same thing. Yeah. So like sort of. 
What do you mean, sort of? It is. He's he is the security officer. And yeah, he's I guess. Yeah, he is. There he's isn't in a charge separate of, person. So when the sh- ship fly, when the ship fights, and he's so then, the one. so then, the difference between security and tactical is what? Tactical is on the bridge firing weaponry, and security At is making like sure the shit on the ship sh- goes. Yeah, yeah, making sure that the personnel is in line on the ship. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, all right, let's ju- let's jump to the guy that we were in the middle of talking about before. So it makes sense for those two roles to be the same. Mr. Worf, um, as security, I did the one thing that you got from Worf, and, I, and, I, and I'll give him this. You saw him often with like three or four security people behind him chasing some, you know, the outrageous Akona down or whoever it was that he was fucking right. chasing. Like he was, like you saw him jumping into the fray. I think putting a Klingon... As the chief of security, you know, when he's firing phasers, when he's like being a tactician, I dig that too. But where he seems to really like in terms of the function, when something goes down and he brings a bunch of guys with him, like he's the bouncer. Yeah, it's great. That's a great way to put it. Like, like he's, he's the guy that you send to escort the bad dude, the bad dude who will then beat him up to show how How bad bad they really are. (laughs) So it's just his only role on next gen, Uh, except (laughs) for the Klingon episodes. Um, but you really did get that sense that he was well. So that, in other words, the bouncer is he is. So if if Reed is portrayed as the policeman, Worf is I truly still don't like that. Worf is truly played as. I think he's more the military guy. Maybe maybe he's like the military police. Maybe he's like the maybe. you know, yes sir, no sir, ma'am. I need you to back down right now, ma'am. I need, he's like the guy who turned the who would point a gun at you and very calmly say. I need you to sit down, ma'am. I need you to be quiet right now, ma'am. You're going to force me to fire, ma'am. Yeah, like that. Whereas, whereas Worf was just kind of like it's just imposing, motherfucker. Yeah, like yeah. he's scary. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like he he walks in a fucking room, but responsible. <laughs> but he's responsible. He tells people when not to fire. He tells people when. No, to back I know out, what I'm he... saying is like as a, as a figure. Yeah, he's imposing. You know what I mean? Like if you are arriving on the enter, you know, on the Enterprise for the first time. And like, there's the head of security, and it's fucking Worf. You're probably not gonna fuck around. You're gonna well, be like, Worf was only needed when like some some assholes came onto the Enterprise, which brings us to DS9, which is well. So wait, but I wanna. There's something else I wanna talk about there sure. because you were saying that it's like two roles, tactician and security, and yeah. he takes on both. Yes. On next gen, but is that just because when Tasha is killed, it's like instead of Getting a new one, like why don't we just mesh? I forget two? if she was tactical as well. I forget if Warp was. was she, tact- was it both? She yeah. was chief of security. I know that. Right, but she was on remember. the bridge. Why would she be on the bridge if she wasn't tactical? I don't know. Why is the fucking counselor on the bridge? I mean, why is Wesley Crusher on the bridge? I, I mean, I know why Wesley Crusher's on the bridge. And I know why the counselor's on the bridge. If you if you have relations, I mean, it seems more like the counselor yeah. would be called to the bridge, yeah. than be like hanging on the bridge. I agree with that. But that like, man who's speaking so suspiciously, I sense that, that he's, he's lying. lying. <laughs> um, I on Deep Space Nine they separated out, and Worf goes into that. But I the thing about DS Nine is DS Nine from Episode One of DS Nine. They said this place is filled with crime. Yeah. It's crime everywhere. Because it's a space station as opposed to, like, so in other words, you've got transients, right? As opposed to on a ship. A Starfleet ship. A Starfleet ship. Like, what do you got? 
this you know, is employees. Best. You know what Worf I mean? Worf is brought on as tactical officer, and the difference is uh, in in the two characters is best portrayed in. I forget the name of the episode, but it was an episode of DS Nine where Od- Odo is conducting an investigation, and Worf is not satisfied with the way Odo is handling these people, and Worf goes and busts a criminal trying to be like he's head of security of DS9. And Odo's like, asshole, this guy was going to lead me to the bigger guy. Yeah. I was doing a fucking investigation. And you you're, fucked my shit You're up. the tactical officer now. You're not chief security. I don't need to share every fucking thing with you. Am I, and I'm not, I'm not that worried about this little guy. I'm worried about this isn't going to run like a starship. Yeah, so you let me do my job and you do yours. Yeah, because because what it means to be... Uh, he What he was is if Reed was a beat cop, and and Worf was a bouncer. Odo was a, a detective. A detective. He's yeah, a detective. Definitely. He's the guy who's he's investigating mm-hmm. the he's looking big picture. Yep. He he knows that Worf is doing or that Quark is doing all sorts of Of shit. CD shit. But, but he knows that 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 Quark is harmless. Yeah, and he's gonna let Quark do the shit that he can because Quark is an asset yes. to him. Quark is the CD underground asset. Yeah. Right, you know, like on a on a character sheet, right? Yeah. <laughs> he's yes, he's the, he's he's the you know the stool pigeon. I'm going to come right out and say that Odo is one of my favorite characters in all of Star Trek. I do love him, and and I love is him a lot. is my favorite security officer because he's the one guy who he really seemed like a guy who was fighting crime. Yeah, yeah, he seemed like there was crime. There was crime to be fought. He and he was it. taking care he of it. He fought it big picture. Yeah, because I feel like everybody else is, you know, is either militaristic um, or ornamental. Odo, Odo wasn't going to random away missions for no reason. Yeah. Like he, his job was. Was to fucking maintain. And it made sense. Yeah. So let's talk about the, the a really interesting, very different choice. Tuvok. Oh, my. Yeah. Now, you know what's so interesting? We're not going to. Mystery actually brought this up because, like, the last time we talked about Voyager and we were talking about all these characters, and he's like, wow, you guys didn't ever bring up Tuvok. We've never talked about Tuvok, really. Like, yeah, he's just, he's he's there. I he's, love Tuvok. As a matter of fact, on all of Voyager, except for Seven and the Doctor, my next favorite character is Tuvok. Tuvok. I. Yes. People rag on that guy. I don't know if I'd rag on him. People, but, but people not... do. People go that he's boring. They don't like his character. They don't like what he did with being a Vulcan. They. Uh... I loved him in Spaceballs. Oh, I loved him in Spaceballs. <laughs> I loved him in Star Trek Generations. I loved him in the episode of Star Trek Next Generation. You know what I watched was that thing you were telling me about that that guy from that thing. What? That guy that was in that thing. What are you talking about? You that guy. That that guy that oh, that the that documentary. Thing. Yes. Yeah, it's good, isn't Everybody it? Everybody does Star Trek. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was really it's good. It's a great documentary. It's a great I mean it made me feel so much better. Like I was like, you know what? So I'm not the only asshole who like who feels this way. But let's be clear. <laughs> wasn't um wasn't uh the fucking Kurgan though, wasn't he one of them? No. Yeah, I think he was. He I th- was not. I think I he was. I would have remembered the Kurgan. He was not one of I them. I think he was one of them. You're I, just wrong. I think I think that he was. I know. I know he's that certainly that guy from that thing. I know that Senator Kelly. That. I know Senator Kelly. Senator was Kelly in it, was in it, and I think that Kurgan was. He as was well. not. I saw it more recently than you, and I know really? fucking Kurgan, and he was not in that documentary. Um, there I mean, was a guy. He would be that guy from that thing. He's the, like token bad guy. Um, there, there was a, a so, bad sometimes guy. he's a good guy. There he, was a token mad guy. The he guy was, who's on, I guess, Breaking Bad right now. Or he was or in uh, John dies at the end, actually. Um, the guy Kurgan. I can't remember his name for whatever. Probably because of this. Yeah. 
Yeah, he was. I yeah. like him. He's very distinctive. I would have known. He's in the Nightmare on Elm Street if remake. If he was on it, I would He known. killed Freddy Krueger in the Nightmare on Elm Street remake. Um, yep. Oh, right, right. Yeah. So anyway, Tuvok. Um, it's an interesting choice. Like, let's just talk about writing the character. It's an interesting yeah. choice to go, to go, you know what? Who's going to keep order? A Vulcan. Sure, and I could see that. Like, I could go, a Vulcan, he's not going to be the guy who goes out and fight. He's, he's going to be the commissioner. Yeah, he would be sort of dispassionately, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I would absolutely, he's like a judge. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, he's that guy. Like, I don't see him getting his hands dirty. Like, I have trouble seeing that, honestly. But I could see him not having a problem with sentencing and not really, you know, being emotional. Do you dig that. Tuvok? I mean, he's okay. Really? I mean, no, he doesn't. You don't like him. I don't. I don't not like him, but I don't really like, I'm not like, ooh, I love Tuvok. Like, I just, he doesn't, I don't know. I think the times I like Tuvok is when he's interacting with Neelix, honestly. Yeah, he's very, he's very vanilla. (laughs) See, and I think And vanilla is not interesting to me. I think that he is. Like, that's why I don't like fucking Scott Summers. He's so vanilla. You don't, don't you don't think he's vanilla. You think he's very Vulcan. He's the most Vulcan Vulcan that we ever meet. He's, I guess so. Yeah, you know, Spock is half human, especially in the new uh, boy, mm-hmm. the, the honest movie trailer. Spock throwing tantrums. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's kind of true. Yeah. Um. You know, uh, T'Pol is a heroin addict. <laughs> um. You know, the Vulcans on <laughs> the the Vulcans true. on. She kind of is like what she gets addicted to whatever it is. I. It's not. Oh yeah. I want to call it Trillium, but that's the character from from Hitchhikers. Um. Oh my gosh! What is that stuff called? Trillium. Trillion is from Hitchhiker. Trillium might be right. I think you're right. Well, they really weren't trying. They were trying <laughs> they were... very hard for that. Um, but um, but like uh, the Vulcans on DS9, they were all kind of assholes. Sarek was old. Spock was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like that's what you have. Sarek was old. But that's the thing, wasn't he? I mean, like by the time we get to him on on next gen, on next gen, he's like he's suffering. Here's the, here's the thing. Here's what I will say. I will say that my perception of Vulcans prior to Tuvok, um, when you talk about like Sarek, is wise, right? Like because they're using no, but logic. Then, but then he's emotional later, and he's right. But he's because that's because he's got a disease, though, right? It's not because he's emotional. Like yeah, the idea that they have decided that they are very emotional, but they have decided that logic is the appropriate path. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's measured. So do you think wise. that Tuvok is like your regular guy Vulcan? Like, like, like I guess 90% the thing is, of the Vulcan is Tuvok doesn't, mean? I don't feel like Tuvok is wise. I just feel like Tuvok is I disagree. I disagree. No, I feel like Janeway is constantly turning to him and that he is constantly giving wise. And he's, and he's a father figure for Kess and he's a, he's a father figure somewhat for Seven and he's. I I no I I disagree. I think that that he has gone to a lot for a uh, for a wise character, and with Kess, I feel like he functions in that role a lot. I really do. I mean, he may function in that role, and but does I don't and does a decent it. job. I do, I do. Um, but the one thing he doesn't do really a lot on that show is security. I don't think he ever does it. Like, I think there's like when there's a. Secu- I didn't even know he was a security officer. When there's a security <laughs> thing, they're like, hey. Security officer, or when you need security clearance, you know, or there's a thing where he's like, 
I thought this might happen one day, and because I'm security, I, like it's he's only security officer. Are you sure he's? Because I didn't. I yeah. honestly, truthfully, he's chief of, chief of security. Didn't know that he was chief. Of security. He's only chief of security though when the episode needs a chief of security. <laughs> like Odo's chief security, chief chief of security all the time. He's the Vulcan guy. And then like, um, oh wait, wait, we need chief security for this episode. Yes. Um. Tuvok's our man. <laughs> so I mean, it's it's interesting. I I dig him a lot, but I think that. Of all of this, of all of the security chiefs that we've named, he is the least like useful. In season one, I get that sense when there was still the Maquis, like what's going to happen. But eh. but by the end, it just doesn't really feel. I like him. I really, I really do. I really genuinely like Tim Russ and his performance. And I every time I like t- Tim Russ. And when Tuvok's on screen, I'm enjoying what he's doing. And when when there's a Tuvok centered episode, I'm happy. But so rarely is it that he is security. And again, maybe I was spoiled by Odo. I guess. Maybe. I, I want to so. talk really, 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 really briefly about the other chief, chief of security that we know. And it's the guy who calls Kirk Cupcake. And I like him. He's got to go goatee. He turns on Kirk and he goes, stop right there. Cupcake. <laughs> that guy's definitely a bouncer. Yeah, that guy's totally like a, a bouncer. So, yeah, like, he's just like a big, mean-looking motherfucker. <laughs> so, here's a question. Here's a question on DS9. Yeah. Um, but so far we've had Tasha Yar, which she didn't get much of a chance, and then Worf, who was kind of a bouncer, who we used a little bit. I but, like. I think Tasha Yar is my favorite, even um, though it was brief. More than Odo. More than Odo, really. Security officers. Then she's second. Okay, thank you. Thank you. You actually gave... Now, if if Tasha Yar had been on the original series, it wouldn't matter. No, and then you'd be fucked. (laughs) Yeah, you'd be be like... You'd be like, nope, it's Tasha Yar. Mr. A has been sitting over there in the corner doing research and has discovered there's an extra who played the chief chief of security on the original series, and Alexia has just decided that that is her favorite... favorite security (laughs) officer. chief of security. Why? Because, because he was on the original the series, series, motherfucker. Yeah, what do you think? That's why. Because I um, like that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, there's some Joker. I would like to submit. Suck my balls. Chief of security. End of story. Ding. <laughs> Magasso. <laughs> <laughs> that was last episode, too. No, wait. You just you have to do that. And actually, you have to be grabbing your titties Magasso! at the same time. <laughs> Nuts. um i uh i think sort of in like in conclusion my question would be for you and this is this is we go back to the the original series which is all we're gonna get you know we're gonna get the original series another um another movie in a year or two not directed by but produced by jj a lot of news get directed um they're talking about a few different people um i've does it go to Mimi? Oh, what? wouldn't that be great? He'd do a great job. Um, I think they should. I think it should be me. You, you should direct it. Oh my gosh! No. Neither you no. or Nora were too no. close to no, the material. I I'm just kidding, but I should be in it. Totally. <laughs> I should totally be in it. I know. Wouldn't it be awesome? To oh have, my god! To have worked for Paramount for Star Trek, that would be awesome. You know what? I would like to submit. Suck it. Thank you. Well, he predicted it too. He knew where you were going. Oh yeah. Like, like I don't think you can be suck your balls, kiss your ass. No, he knew. 
suck my ass balls. You never know what it's going to end up. What is ass balls? <laughs> what, what kind of freakish balls are you looking at? Just what kind a, of freakish asses are you looking at? It's weird. It's <laughs> and earlier you said something weird about a nipple on the side of a titty. And I was like, what kind of freakish titties are you looking at? It's weird. Like, do you have like weird don't alien bitches me. that just like come in don't and I don't ju- know nothing about? Don't judge me. <laughs> don't judge me. The question I want to ask is this. Because we have um, original series crew in the movies, are we... Do we need a security officer? Is that what we've discovered outside of DS9? Is it necessary? I don't think that it is. I mean, I don't I don't think it's necessary as like, I think when it's coupled with tactical, I think it makes more sense. Okay, so because it, most of the story we see, I feel like is on the bridge. So I think when there's, when they're not a bridge officer, you know, because like Star- in Star Trek you know, Into Darkness, uh, Khan is in the, in the brig. Mm-hmm. We see him being escorted. But those are just the guys those who are, are nameless, faceless yeah. security. But dudes. when he's in the brig, it's Kirk who it's talks Kirk to him. It's Kirk who's talking to him. Yeah. So is the presentation of of a go between between the the captain and whoever the baddie is is that necessary, or would Worf have worked better just as the tactical officer because doing all the Klingon stuff? Like, would it have been better all the scenes where it was Worf if it were Picard? Who had to deal with the motherfucker who was, you know, but then again, with Worf but, being with Worf being security, you did g- great episodes like the drumhead where Worf got carried away with the chick who was like investigating everybody, seeing conspiracies left and right. Mm-hmm. Like you got a chance for Worf to be a shitty, a shitty officer. Yeah. And that's like there are a bunch of episodes of Worf being a shitty security officer, even in DS9, where it's like, Worf, you were shitty. It's so interesting how you were shitty. Let us go through how you were shitty and you can learn a lesson. At the end, the captain can beat you down a little bit for it, but then maybe say kapla as you walk out of the room. That's, <laughs> there's quite a few of those. Like, like it, it's there. I guess. Except for Cisco. I love Picard would always be the guy who goes kapla. As he walked out of the room, Cisco, Cisco, when Cisco does it, he goes, you might not have your, your own command based on that. What was your first mistake? Well, I should have, I should have looked before I fired. You're damn right. <laughs> That's the way Cisco dealt with yeah. Worf. I like that relationship better, but I don't know if you need a security officer. But off I think what you're talking about, like even when you're, even when, you know, if there was a big bad guy on the Enterprise on Next Gen. Worf wasn't the one interrogating him. It was Picard. Picard would talk to that Joker. Like I think that's a a a a question of level, right? Like how bad is the bad guy? If it's petty theft, you don't need to fucking call the captain now for that shit. Well, what you don't need to do is if turn it's the con, cam- you don't you do. need you don't you know? need to turn the cameras on that shit either. Right on on DS Nine, it's interesting because it's usually part of something bigger, but there's not right. generally a lot to investigate. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like that, that's that's the the quintessential difference I think there is. Like we said, like you know, all these other people are like tactical and security on yeah. on a ship that is staffed by like Starfleet. You know what I mean? They have so, eliminated this chief of security officer position. What is Worf's job? Just tactical. Tactical, and I mean, and the thing is, security is fine when it's. I guess what I'm saying is, is the reason that you can combine those on a ship is because the only time you're doing like security, quote unquote, um, is if you are bringing on um, a prisoner of some kind and you're transporting a prisoner or if you are going into a violent situation like 
that he you know would what be I would down. love to see. You know I saying? would love to see the problem with Worf on Next Gen was often that the great tactical things that were come up with Riker would come up with them or Picard, Picard or Data or would Data. come up with the yeah. the neat idea that should have been. Yeah, Worf's. it seemed like Worf was mostly just monkey pushing button. Yeah, fired phasers, fired yeah. whatever. And like, I would love to see. And I'm not sure how that's more efficient. Like if you really think about it, I would really love to see to it, a like. show where you had a brilliant tactician there, the guy you go to. Like, uh, so if we're casting like a new show, like like Benedict Cumberbatch playing the the tactical officer. So you've got your Kirkish captain or even your Cisco is captain. You couldn't have it with, uh, you couldn't have it with Picard cause they're too similar, but you have, yeah. you have the, the, the guy who's all heart in the captain seat who then goes to your tactical officer who is, Options, you know, the, the tactical, the word that I'm looking for is ruthless. Your ruthless tactician. Hmm. The guy who's like, this is the way we win. And then you have the captain who has to make the moral judgment to go, I understand. But we can't do that. We can't do that. But or, you have the or, guy. Or do it. Yeah. You, know? you have the guy who's always right. The question is, is can you. Is that always the, is that always morally the correct thing that to do? That would be. An, that's, I haven't seen that on Star Trek. That would be interesting. That would be I an interesting character dynamic to have. And if if Tuvok was that, if Tuvok if was Tuvok a, had been that, he would have been badass. A ruthless Vulcan who is just like like the lot, just dispassionately like saying this is the correct thing to do, like this is the thing that you that makes you win. But then that gets you back to Voyager, which is the you know reset button Starfleet all the time. All Starfleet, all Starfleet, all the time. Vanilla, vanilla. All over um, the place. This has been fun. I have enjoyed talking to you about the security officers. <laughs> this is neat. Like we haven't done like a go through like this. A go through. We should do is this we're gonna a call little them? more. It's a go through. Hey, let me ask you guys uh, who are listening here at the end of our episode. Um, sometimes we just ran like our last episode, the one before this. We, we hit, random. it was ra- random. We hit great shit. We had very deep discussions about other stuff and we hit a lot of Star Trek too. Um, also, we do things like this or we do uh, entire season reviews. That which we haven't done for almost a year since we've done one. Really? Um, that one, we've um, got a new one, I guess. What do you guys want to see? Let us know. We have a Facebook page. You can find us on Facebook. Tell us. Let us know. Some of you have been. Let us know specifically. We'd like to get a handle on what you would like to see us do. Let it, let us know the way you would like the shows to go because I would love... Uh, Alexi and her son is at odds. I will go, I've got my iPad ready to go with the episode. She's like, hey, man. Let's just chill. Let's just chill. Let's just have fun. <laughs> and I think I think there's there there's a contingent of fans on both sides. Some that think one way, some that think the other way. Um, so let us know which way you'd like us to go. What would you like to see us discuss? And would you like us to stay just on topic, or do you like us here? And or do you like it when we're random? <laughs> because when we're random, we hit all of geek culture. Is what we're doing right now. So so what would you like? Let us know. Um, but guys, thank you very much for listening. Yeah. Um, this was fun, man. Uh, security. McGossum. McGossum. I thank you for indulging that I may have had a drink too many. Perhaps, Perhaps. many too many. And and thank you for I so l- last thought. Um I <laughs> <laughs> Last Drunken Thought by um, Justin Timpane. The other day I was I was walking around going, How fun would it be to have a podcast? And I do not suggest people get drunk. I think drunkenness is pro- in general a pretty bad idea. Um but to have a podcast where you deliberately drink with your co host. <laughs> where they let you know 
every time what that they're drinking and and that what you would do is that you would have a an I I'm not going to do this podcast but you have a cup and when you filled it you would like make it like a graduated cylinder that you'd have like lines saying how far you were and every time you got to that line you'd go I am now three quarters through my drink I'm now half through my drink I've now finished my first drink I'm pouring my second drink and you just have discussions like we do but the the person drinking over the course of an hour and a half like an hour and a half podcast like gets drunk deliberately on the podcast describing where they are and encouraging the people on the other to side to drink along to drink along a drinking game but i wonder if you would then be like culpable for like yeah, the things I don't, that yeah might at that point because then you're like advocating alcoholism yeah, or I know. something i don't know i know i i know, i i'm not ready to take the responsibility for that no. but i was thinking that the other day like I would never want to make that podcast. But you'd listen to I it. I wish I totally <laughs> listen to that podcast. That sounds like fun. Like, especially like people are in a new city looking for someone to hang out with. Like someone who just totally hangs out and has drinks with you would be fun. Like, like as you're like their time. Who hasn't been? I use podcasts sometimes when I am lonely, you know, like there's nothing else going on. I listen to them when I'm driving. Like specifically, you want so company. Yeah. That's a great idea. <laughs> hey, ladies and gentlemen, you've just started. You're in North Carolina. Got to get down. Got to get down to Southern Florida tonight. So we're starting with Jack Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> so we're starting with Jack Daniels. Jack Daniels on on the radio is Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> drink, drink, drive, drive, crash, crash, die. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's beautiful. That's the name of the podcast. <laughs> drink, 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 drive, drive, crash, crash, die. My that's name is Justin. And my name is Alex. <laughs> drink, drink, drive, drive, crash, crash, die. <laughs> you are listening to the Geeks Radio Internet Radio Network at geeksradio.com, home of Trek Off, the Not Safe for Work Star Trek podcast, Pop Off, where we geek out on comics, movies, and TV shows that are the superstars of geek culture, Podcast Who, the Doctor Who podcast with Phil Stamper, Ninjas vs. You, the official podcast of the Ninjas vs. Trilogy, and Garrett and RJ Go Hollywood, two regular guys trying to make it in Tinseltown. All of this is available for you for free by going to geeksradio.com or searching Geeks Radio on iTunes. Geeks Radio is a presentation of Endlight Entertainment.